Hey everybody, how y'all doing today? Um, got some good stuff to talk about today, so we're gonna get going in just a second. Uh, let's see, let me actually make sure everything is working here. Looks like we are good. We are good. We are going live in three, two, one. Hey everybody, how y'all doing today? Um, hope everybody's doing good. Uh, just setting up all my tech and making sure everything is working, which is like, you know, the biggest part of doing any kind of live show, just making sure my audio, everything's all set up, all that good stuff. Um, got a couple cool things to talk about today and uh, kind of excited to say some of them. Um, okay, so first of all, let's start out with how many of you have watched the movie The Social Dilemma? Have you heard of that movie? Anyway, it's a new movie on Netflix. It's basically about social media and the good and bad. Well, it focuses on the bad things around social media. And they have this group who basically is kind of like the, the leader of the movie, the main people in the movie. And they are a bunch of ex-employees at Pinterest, Google... Facebook, uh, Twitter, you name it, they are all the people that used to work there. Um, and basically they kind of have formed together to form this like organization that speaks out against the atrocities that are social media. Um, and I want to talk a little bit about the movie, some of the good and bad things that I got out of it. There are some good actors in the movie, like the one guy from uh, Mad Men's in it, but it's not really like a movie, it's a documentary. It's like a documentary with like some movie-ish parts to it, um, <laughs> I guess you could say. And uh, so I want to talk a little bit about that. So let's see. Uh, first thing about the movie that I did notice was that it... Uh, let's see. What? It, how do I want to say this? First thing about the movie is that it's very negative towards social media and they do try to bring out some of the positives, but they the problem with the movie is that they miss a significant amount of the research that's out there and other theories. They only just, they present one point of view and not others. Sometimes they like hit on another point of view for one second, but then they go back off it. And so let me talk about that. So the, the first thing that I would say about this is that, um, First, I'd tell you to go watch the movie. If you haven't seen the movie, I'm probably spoiling some of it. Not really. Uh, I guess it's a documentary, so whatever. Go see it, no matter what I say. I don't really think I'm spoiling it. But um, the first big thing is that let's talk about like the negative consequences of social media, which are things like people, instead of watching their kid, they're like on their phone or something like that. You know, that kind of stuff. Um, and that's like the big thing, the big one bad point about the movie and is that there are people doing stuff like that. Also, the big bad point about the movie is that social media has been designed so that people can spread false information. So there are, uh, you know, what we call bots, Russian bots or something, but there are people in other countries who are purposely feeding false information into social media to for their own political action. Uh, it appears that, you know, f 
someone can advertise on Facebook and put so much fake information out there that it can change elections and stuff like that, which is interesting to, to see and hear, and I do believe that it's happening. Um, so, you know, it brought up all those good points that these are some of the big bad things that social media has done. Um, but I guess where I kind of started to, and, and they talk about like the algorithms, how social media is designed to like set you up with a reward, how two people that have very similar friend lists might see different things because Facebook is calculating like, well, how long did I spend on image X and did I click on something? And how do we get people to come back and keep using and keep using? And they spent a lot of time talking about that algorithm and none of this stuff that I saw in the movie was surprising. So, I mean, I know all of it, but I told my wife, you know, I probably know all of it because I'm in the field. I'm a technologist. I, I love this stuff. I also am a computer programmer. Like I know about how the, all this stuff works in the back end. So none of this stuff surprised me. Um, but there were a couple points that I don't think that I liked about it. So, you know, the main, the main driver of the movie was that the, these companies did this and they're doing this and the main driver is all financial and that's why it's continuing like this and it's just getting worse and worse and we're getting to a point in society where no one believes anything and social media is kind of the root cause and that's where I kind of took issue um, let me talk about it a little bit so first of all let's kind of go backwards and in time to the time when people were there was no such thing as technology. Let's go back to like the 16, 1700s, even way before that. You know, we've, we've theorized that humans have been on the planet for millions of years. Even if you're one who believes they've been on for thousands of years, whatever. Humans have been on the planet for many, many, many generations before this. And what's happened is through time, we've developed certain instincts. And over the last hundred years, of human existence since like the early 1900s, the Industrial Revolution, um, we've started to significantly change all of human instinct. And we, we've never really asked ourselves what are the consequences of that? What are the consequences of someone working in a factory all day going from us humans being hunter-gatherers or, or humans being farmers to us being in, have, forming these things called cities and us working in an environment like that. And it's not just the work, it's, it's everything about it, having not growing our own food and not having to hunt or gather or create our own stuff, just going to a store and buying it. And what has that done to our instincts that have, were developed over millions and millions of years? Um, take a cat, for example. I can put a cat in a house um, but no matter what, and I could raise a cat, it's always eating food out of the dish, but no matter what, if a cat sees a mouse, its instinct takes over and it goes and captures that mouse. We like to think that humans are a lot smarter than that, but we're really no different. So our instinct is to go for those things that are like about you know, hunting and gathering and all those feelings and that adrenaline rush and all those things that people say make us addicted to things are things that were developed by humans for years and years in our physiology. So when we say that like something like these social networks are addicting because they're doing this, doing this, doing that, we, I see the same thing in the game. People say the same thing about games. And the question is, well, why are we 
you know, instead of blaming the technology, let's ask ourselves, why are people, what is missing from our lives that's causing us to be addicted to these things? And when we start to ask ourselves why, we're, we get back to this place in human history where we changed and we've, we've changed society and we're trying to make humans maybe something that we're not ready for. Maybe we had too much change too quick. And maybe these games and social media and stuff are our way to escape that. Um, it's just, it's one, it's, it's another theory out there that wasn't presented in this movie, Social Dilemma. So I just think that the movie didn't present everything the way it could be. The other thing you have to remember about all this media is that the original goal of it was to connect people. None of these people set out to do anything bad. And, and the movie does mention that for one second at the end. You know, it goes through bashing these companies over, over, bashing them, bashing them, bashing them. And then at the end, it says, well, you know, none of these founders set out to really do this. It's just one of the consequences. It's like, well, it's a pretty big thing to mention. As with all technology before it's released, all medical devices, everything, everything we do that's new, we have to ask ourselves, what are the, going to be the positive and negative consequences of this? Like, you know, we might have invented certain things for good and then they turned out to be evil. I don't know whether social media is that or not. I'm not trying to make an argument either way. Just to say that we need to think about that and we can't just lay blame on some of these people that created this stuff and act like they're really bad people. Sometimes now they've been caught up in a system that's, you know, that is the stock market, is that you have to gain profit every semester, every quarter. Uh, so that your shareholders are happy. That's kind of the, the point. Um, as an investor, I can tell you that. You know, I want to see good quarterly results every quarter. So, you know, yes, it's, it is driven by that. But let's come back to the other point, the big downfall, the, the one big point of the movie is that, <clears throat> you know, yes, people are falling for fake news and all kinds of stuff from Facebook or whatever. But we've got to ask ourselves, well, why are they doing that? Why are they just believing any of these conspiracies that like the earth is flat or why will they believe uh, some YouTube video over 3000 doctors? I don't know. And I think we need to start asking ourselves like, what is it about these people that's causing them to just blatantly say that that stuff is real and all this other stuff is not. <clears throat> um, and this isn't a political thing because this is people on the left and right of our nation do this kind of stuff. Um, it's like we've stopped critically thinking, which is the problem. Um, I, I see it in Democrats and Republicans. I see this lack of critical thinking where we're one-sided on things and we feel like we have to stick to that side. And it's made our politicians like that as well, where they, they can't even say something that might make sense that is on the other side of the aisle. And so, you know, it's this crazy, like, polarization. And I think that's part of the problem. I don't know, really know why we've become like that, but we really, really, really have, you know. And one of the things they tried to bring up in the movie is that people are only being friends with on Facebook other people who have the same belief system as them. And I, I think that is part of a, a, a larger problem that people have, that we're not open to new ideas. It's difficult for me to understand all of this because I'm not that person. I can tell you if someone wants to know my political beliefs, I have no problem telling you. I am smack dad about every single issue. 
you can tell me about an issue, but guess what? I need to go and like read like 30 articles about it to find out the real, the real everything about it and learn as much as I can before I can come up with any kind of opinion on you on it. I if someone says, isn't this bad that this happened? It's maybe it sounds really bad, but I need to go read about like all the stuff that led up to it. Why did it happen? what really happened, all that kind of stuff, and form an opinion on it. And I do that with every single thing in my life, which is probably really annoying for some people who are close to me. Um, <clears throat> but I guess, I guess what I'm saying is I don't understand why everyone's not like that. And maybe that we need to rehash some of those skills into our society, into our education, about critically thinking and questioning everything and not believing anything and not passing judgment right away. and learning the difference between even like you know we, we we're very quick we have this thing cancel culture and stuff we're very quick to cancel without first finding out all the information and i think that's a big issue you know we've done that we we have many cases of good people going down because of things that maybe weren't so bad well i don't know anyway um it's all interesting. It was an interesting movie to watch. I think it's probably an eye-opener for some people. I've been seeing some people who have been very much like awoken by some of the information in the movie. And I think that's a good thing. If they didn't know it, like you should go out there. But if you didn't know this, and that, I guess that's another point. If you didn't know the stuff in the movie, if all of that was new to you and you are a user of like Facebook and social media and stuff, you should ask yourself, well, why is it? What is it about me that's making me not research stuff that I'm using and, and understand like what kind of system I'm in? I think that's very important for people to, to ask. The other thing that I thought one of the weird things about the movies, they kept saying like the main guy was like, he was like, yeah, I was coming home from work and I just kept checking email. Email was my big thing. And I'm thinking like all the algorithms you talked about, all the problems you're talking about is not email. You were he was taught they were talking about social media, but then they kept throwing an email in there, and I was very confused by that anyway. Um, so yeah, that's that. That is that. So that's that movie. Um, anyway, let's talk about some different stuff. So let's see. I am working on, and I'm gonna actually check it right now. So I've got the UNCW website, the eSports website coming up. It's gonna be live, like I'm waiting. So I finished it, I've been working with some people. We finished it on Wednesday. So we submitted a ticket to our university so that they could go through and take it from a developer version to a live version because we use this weird content management system that's super not good. If you're a web programmer, it's really, really, really annoying. Um, so anyway, I'm just literally, like I just checked right now, like, is it live yet? Um, I had to submit it to our technical people who basically have to just publish it live, but they still have not done that. So I'm like waiting. I don't know, I guess they could be busy. I mean, what could be more important than my website? Nothing. So do it. <laughs> no, I get it. They're doing a whole bunch of other stuff and it's like a crazy time. But I'm hoping that I, I would like it to be, you know, happen like ASAP, like I'm ready for it to come up. Okay, some other stuff. So wife's birthday is coming up next week. So I'm working on a cool project this weekend that I'm not gonna tell you about because I don't want her to see this or anyone to tell her and then I lose the, the fun. So I will tell you guys about that next week. Oh geez, not even her birthday's Tuesday. So I won't tell you until after that, but I'm working on a cool tech project for her 
a really neat thing. Um, and I'll tell you all about it next week because I don't want to do that now. Um, okay, so some other stuff that's been going on. There's two other things I wanted to talk about today. So the next one is, so our school system has been talking about sending kids back to school and I'm like a little weary about this. So we've come up with this plan, at least where I live, called Plan B. They have like Plan A, B, C. Plan A is the kids go back normal. So normal school, I don't know why that's a plan, but it is apparently. Um, plan B is the kids go in for like a week. Some of the kids go in for a week and then they take two weeks off while another group of kid comes in for a week kind of thing. And there's all like these social distance type rules. And then plan C is virtual. So right now we're operating under plan C, which is great for me because I'm in a unique, lucky situation where I get to work from home. My wife can stay and take care of the kids all day and do their schooling stuff. Um, and I'm in a good situation. I like that. It's also much safer. It's definitely like the safe way to go. Uh, but they're talking about switching to plan B. So plan B means that my kids would go to school. They'd all go the same week. They'd be in class with like five to seven other kids for the week. Uh, lots of social distance rules, lots of cleaning, all that kind of stuff. Um, and then the other two weeks, they would be virtual. Now the other option for us is to just keep our kids virtual that whole entire time and not send them the week that they're supposed to go in, um, which is something we're considering. We're kind of back and forth about what to do. On one hand, so the big question is, on one hand, our kids um, need to go back in that they need the social interaction, they love it, they love their teachers, it's really good for them mentally to go back into school. Uh, on the other hand, if they were to go back in and catch coronavirus and bring it home, it would not be worth it. So the question is, what do you do? Um, you know, statistically it's probably okay, but those statistics only work out for you if you're on the end, the positive end of them, right? Like if you're that two or three or 5% that it happens to, it's maybe not good. So. You know, we're, we're really debating that. I'd love to hear what you guys think about that. Post in the comments what y'all are doing with your kids. It's it's very, uh, you know, uh, we're just not sure. We're questioning it. We're, we're not sure what to do right now. So, um, yeah, so there's that. Let's see, final thing. So yeah, we're just not sure what to do. Anyway, final thing I wanted to talk about is Oh my gosh, so listen to this. So this has been frustrating me to no end. So my kids are, nothing to do with my kids. I am, so this is coming at me in multiple ways. So as a professor, one of the things we do is people ask us to write a lot of letters of recommendation. And now I'm in a position where I have to get some letters of recommendation because so I'm going up for promotion to full professor this year. So what that means. So as a professor, there are like three levels. There's assistant professor, associate professor and full professor. And there are some other levels too, like adjunct, instructor, other titles. But really, there's three levels of being a professor, assistant, associate, full. There's really no difference between the three other than your title. Um, assistant means like you are a junior professor doesn't mean you're an assistant I, I don't really like the term associate I don't know where they just kind of made that up and then full professor you just got title as professor um, but I am up for full professor and basically so one of the parts of it 
is that I have to get letters of recommendation from other professors in the field. Now, the reason it's weird is because those other professors, their universities have different requirements for full professor. Why that's strange is that um, they have to use my guidelines. So wouldn't my just university know that? It's a very awkward thing. But here's the, here's the pro and then I have students ask me for letters of recommendation because they need them for either grad school, uh, job, that kind of stuff. So here's the whole weird part about letters of recommendation. They're a bunch of BS. They really are. They're a bunch of BS. I don't really read them. I don't think many people read them. It wastes someone's time, a lot of time having to read it. Um, I think they're a bunch of BS. I think it's much better. I think if there's like a quick survey for someone to fill out, like one to 10, oh, how do you rank this person on certain things? I think that's pretty good because then they don't have to waste their time writing this letter. And the other reason it's a huge waste is here's what all faculty do. They write like two letters and then they just reuse them, like change some of the words. Like I changed like the first paragraph, like some of the stuff, like, but I have like a base letter written and basically I change it a little bit like to fit that each person. So it's like, it's such a tedious, wasteless, worthless process that it just super frustrates me to no end. So I'm not a big fan of, uh, letters of recommendation. I, I hate them. I don't like writing them. I think it's a pain. People have to go out and find people. It's always like awkward to ask people. I hate asking people. Now I have to go reach out. And it's like, I have a very, you know, my field is pretty small. So me having to go out to find people to write these letters. <clears throat> the other thing is to, I, the other people writing the letters have to be full professors. And most of the people I know are all associate because they're at my level applying for full. So, you know, that makes it very awkward as well. So it's not fun, but yeah, super annoying. See how long I've been, I've only been on for 20 minutes. Jeez, seems short because that's like everything I wanted to talk about today. I talked about social dilemma. Yeah, I definitely go with, it's worth watching. It's I mean, if you got Netflix, just watch it. It's, it's worth checking out. I thought it was kind of boring, but I don't know. It is where it is informative if you're not like, if you don't know a lot of that stuff. If you were like me and you saw it was like I thought I didn't learn anything from it. I mean, I knew all that, <clears throat> and I didn't really agree with all their view. I just didn't think they hit on other points enough. Um, we're you know we're debating sending our kids from school. My wife's birthday's coming up. I got a cool surprise. I'll tell you all about that next week. Esports website. I'll check it again. Did they do it? Did they do it? No. Ugh. Page not found. So the address for that website is going to be uncw.edu slash esports. Pretty cool. It's a cool website. I mean, it's, you know, we had to deal with the school's uh, template. So, like, it's not, like, 100% customized or anything like that. But we worked with what we had to. Then I'm annoyed at these letters recommendation. That's all the big stuff happening. It's getting cooler out. We just had uh, this tropical, well, it was a tropical depression when it went through us, the storm that just hit the Gulf of Mexico and came through across the U.S. We had a bunch of storms yesterday, like rain and storms all day long. Um, it's supposed to be a little cooler out over the next like five to six days, but cooler for here means like mid-70s. So it's not really cool. I mean, I ran this morning. It was like 73, and I was dying in the heat because of all the humidity. So it didn't help out too much. But anyway. That's it.
have a good weekend and uh yeah that's everything that's all that's going on right now so have a good weekend y'all later